Hi, and welcome to Is It Bed Time Yet? with Dr. Jen and Dr. Serene. Today, we're going to be talking about social media and the role that it plays on parenting. There's so many forms of social media nowadays. Um, there's websites or blogs or right actual social media sites like Facebook and Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, Pinterest. Yeah, um, it's everywhere. Instagram. Yeah. What was that? Oh, Instagram. Oh, Instagram. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're influencers. Influencers are huge now. Yeah. And it's it's interesting because companies like these huge companies are using influencers to market their products. They are. Yeah. And I think just in the same way that they're doing that, I think parents lives are being influenced by the things that they see on social media, whether it be in groups that they're in, parenting groups, Mm -hmm. or even just through advertisements, through recommendations, through other people. I mean, I I think Facebook and other social media platforms have been huge in evolving how millennials parent. Has social media influenced you at all? Well, I think for me, the role that social media has played is I've been really active in some mom groups, like either local mom groups or even just, you know, national and international mom groups. And that's been a huge source of support for me, but also things like turning to other moms for recommendations for things, um, looking for, you know, like validation in what I'm doing in terms of my parenting. What about for you? Um, For me, it's kind of been like 50-50 good and bad, I think. Mm. Um, In what way? Okay, so I love Pinterest. I love everything on there. I mean, I love going to parties that Pinterest Pinterest moms host. Uh, (laughs) The Pinterest mom. Tongue twister. Yes, I love Pinterest moms. I wish I was Pinterest mom. Yeah. A Pinterest mom. But, um, and it's really, you know, one thing my, um, my, my little one's class had a this whole, like, scheduled thing for the whole class to do for Teacher Appreciation Week. Okay. And, um, of course, like, each day, every mom had to do something. Like, let's say on Tuesday, we all had to take um, treats or something, you know. Or on Wednesday, we all had to make handmade cards. Or our kids had to make handmade cards. Wow, those teachers are getting a lot of stuff. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. <laughs> wow. It was amazing. Yeah. It, I mean... It, it was a great group of parents to work with. Yeah. But um, when, it, you know, when I was walking into class, I, I would kind of like sneak a peek at what other moms of had Of course. Done. How could you not? Yeah. And I could, I could see all of, I knew the Pinterest moms because I was on Pinterest, like getting ideas of like. You're like, oh, I saw that one. I, like, I, saw, I saw that, that one. one. <laughs> and I made a mental note when you host a party, I will be attending your party for sure because it's going to be awesome. Right. But um. I, I love the ideas. I love the the lessons I learn on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite thing that I'm doing for my kids is um, using the oh gosh the op- the places you'll go. Oh yeah, um, Dr. Seuss mm-hmm. book. So each year, starting from their first preschool class, at the end of the year, their teacher writes a note for them in there. How cute and is that's that? That's going to be part of his um, high school graduation. That was a Pinterest idea. Totally stealing that from me. How cute. <laughs> So my last day of school, my you know, it was it was the first year for my little one. Yeah, I gave the teacher the book, and she goes, "Oh, you want us to write something in there?" And I was like, "Yeah, how'd you know? Did another mom give you the same book?" Of course and they she did. Goes, yes, one other mom, and it's his my kid's BFF. Oh, so her mom. How funny! And so the teacher, she she still has the books because they've they've been like real close all year, and she's mm-hmm. doing something special. Oh, she's like it's not ready yet. But anyway, so these are all Pinterest ideas that I love. That's adorable. Yeah, right. Okay, do that because it's so cute. I <laughs> I'm think definitely, it's so cute. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, 
But what I don't like, okay, one one thing that it's affected me negatively, like one small example, mm-hmm. you know the the birth photos people do like the first week of yeah the ch- where they're so cute and they're like wrapped in a little cloth and then there's a picture of like you know the baby lying on its stomach perfectly and like mom and dad are like adoringly looking at the baby and yep. mom looks incredible right um I-, I didn't do that with my first because I was I, I was a mess with my first right. I mean I yeah not n- Horrible. Well, and also it was five years ago, it so, you know, like, I feel like the social media thing has really blown up since then. It has, but see, with my second one, I really tried, mm-hmm. um, and I made an appointment with a photographer, and she asked, are you and your husband going to be in the photo as well? And I said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to try. I'm, yeah. I'm going to commit to trying. I couldn't. I couldn't get my hair done. I, makeup done. I, I mean, I've talked yeah. before about how I'm the anti-self-care, self-care right. person, um, and then, you know... When we got there, he was just being fussy, and I was trying to breastfeed, and she was giving him the bottle so he could knock out, mm. and then he ended up pooping, and I was like, you know, I can't, I can't, I'm yeah. sorry. Um, but there's so, this pressure to feel like you have to be because you see pressure. it online all the time. Yes. Yeah. And, and now, like every time I see those birth photos, there's or birth photos, I don't know what to call like them. the newborn photos, the newborn photos. Yeah. I kind of get like a little like, oh, I wish I could do that, uh. but I just had no. Um, energy or desire right. or will or strength. Well, or... and it's funny that you're talking about it in terms of the newborn photos because yeah. I always see, like, all my friends and everybody on Facebook, they all post their, like, oh, we took our family holiday pictures. We took our family summer pictures. Oh we gosh. took our family Fourth of July pictures. We have our family, uh, I don't know, like, Halloween pictures. Like, they take so many pictures throughout the year it's with families. So great. We haven't done any formal family photos at all. And I feel so guilty and I really want to. So I was like, by her second birthday, we're going to do. But it's the same exact thing you're talking yeah. about, where I just feel like this guilt because I'm like, everybody else is documenting it in such a beautiful way. I and know. I only know that because of social media. But then you feel this pressure and this this guilt that you're not doing the same thing. It's And do you remember when um, at our local mall here, mm-hmm. there was the picture people? Yeah. And they shut down. But mm-hmm. that was amazing because if we were ever at the mall and, like, one child looked semi-decent or we all somehow looked like we didn't just roll out of bed, I'd drag everyone in there. Like, let's go. We're going to do this. This <laughs> is, like, so the smart. one time in the last, like, six months we've all looked like we're semi-presentable. But now that it's not there. <laughs> oh, they ruined your life. They, they ruined it. But, you know, yeah. that was my thing. Like, okay, fine. We all look kind of normal. I have makeup on. Let's go. Let's just yeah. do a picture. Um well, I think I think what you're talking about is just the pressure that it puts on you. The pressure. Yeah. So much pressure. Mm-hmm. And then the other part of social media, too, is that people only post the positive stuff. Yeah. So they're only posting when the baby is happy. They're only posting the beautiful family photos. And so you don't see the other negative stuff that it creates this illusion that nobody else is experiencing any of the negative stuff that you are because you don't see it online. No, no one's going to post the negative right. stuff. And when they do post the negative stuff online, it's, like, with such a twist. Of course. That it's almost really cute. Yeah. Well, and I was going to say, I have a family member who only posts, like, really happy, beautiful pictures of their kid, as everybody does. Right. And recently, they posted a picture of one of their kids crying, and the whole running, like, everybody was like, oh, my gosh, I've never seen your kid cry before. Oh, my gosh, I've never seen them upset. And that family member was like, yeah, my wife's going to kill me for posting this picture, but it was just so cute and funny, but... It's the idea that, like, nobody posts those negative pictures. And, yeah. you know, that everybody just has this illusion of, like, oh, so-and-so's kid must be perfect and never throw tantrums because you never see that stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you were talking earlier about how social media influences 
us. Yeah. Um, moms and dads. Mm-hmm. We did some research. Right. Yeah. And we got some numbers for you guys. Yeah. So, Jen, do you want to start? Yeah. So, um, just off the bat, just talking about social media and parents' usage of social media, we found that 90% of U.S. moms have a social media account. That's most moms. Right. And Facebook being the most common right. at 84%. Mm-hmm. That's a huge number. That's huge. Um, also, internet usage is pretty major. Three, three and a half hours about per day. Yeah, and on I, average. On average. Yeah. And I read another article that said up to eight hours a day Jeez. for moms. <laughs> and with these moms, the articles were saying were they're researching mm-hmm. products and reading reviews written by other moms. Mm-hmm. And they were reading blogs and posts written by other moms and they were depending heavily on the advice that other moms had to give. Right. Yeah. That one article that we were looking at said that 83% of new moms are millennials and that a vast majority of them turn to social media for parenting advice and for product recommendations for other moms and that those moms are so much more likely to trust recommendations from other moms than previous generations like Generation X. Like I think our parents wouldn't have relied so heavily on product recommendations from other moms they've never met or don't know. And, you know, in our time when we were toddlers, there was there even this much variety? Probably not. Products? I think there was just, like, everybody uses the, right. you know, product A, and that's, like, the only baby carrier that exists, or that's the only high right. chair that people get. And now there's just so much out there. And it's funny because my mom calls diapers pampers. Oh, how funny. Because my time it was pampers pampers mm-hmm. was the diaper yeah. so she'll say like oh can you go bring the pa- the pampers but i don't you you know i i might not be using pampers that day right. it might be huggies or whatever brand i picked up at the market without right. really thinking um so she for her diapers are pampers you That's know like funny. the va- vacuums are hoover mm-hmm. uh, yeah <laughs> do, do your grandparents or parents do that like can you hoover this like well i don't have a hoover but uh, i'll but vacuum, I can vacuum it. it for you <laughs> So, yeah. That's so funny. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, um, that's probably going to be us in the future being like, can you Dyson this up for us? <laughs> but um, you, what was the most, as a female, as a mom, what was empowering to read was how much we drive the economy. Yeah. Um, U.S. spending power of moms is $2.4 trillion. That's huge. And that's from Forbes. Um, and they said that mothers control 85% of the household spending. That's massive. Right. And you have to think that a lot of that is probably going towards kids' stuff. Kids' stuff, household stuff. Household stuff, stuff. exactly. So all this marketing... Well, what marketers now are doing is um, enlisting the aid of all these social media influencers because Mm -hmm. they have tens of thousands, if not millions, of followers who are looking to them to tell them what outfit to wear, where to shop, what products to use. Well, yeah. So, and given now that internet usage is more than TV or radio usage, mm-hmm. everybody's online. You know, we, we had said that Facebook being the most common uh, platform, you see all those those product, like, advertisements pop up all over your Facebook. I imagine that's so powerful for companies now. Jen, do you remember when I texted you from a kid's show? Yes. So, <laughs> yes. speaking of advertising... That was crazy. I was at a kid's show with my kid, with my kids, obviously. <laughs> you mean you uh, didn't just go by yourself? I did <laughs> not. No, this time I dragged them along. Poor kids. Um, I was at a live 
show mm -hmm. for my children with them. And I we, Jen and I were texting and I told her where I was. And seconds later, she sends me a screenshot. Was it Instagram, I think? I think it was on Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah. And the show I was at popped up as an advertisement. I had for never her. looked it up on my computer. I had never Googled it. I, I, did, I had never even <laughs> said the words out loud until I was talking to you. It was mind blowing. I mean, it's advertising at its finest. Yeah. But also creepy. A little creepy, but really powerful. <laughs> Very powerful. So you have to think that the social media platform is just completely changing the game in terms of how, you know, just how we parent just simply because of the feedback and the information we're getting constantly from it. Yeah. You know, um, Jen and I are in a couple of moms groups mm -hmm. on Facebook together, and she's in a lot more other groups than <laughs> I am, but... Um, that we see a lot of questions a lot of times moms asking other moms you know what do you do for sleep training or right. what do you do if your kiddo doesn't want to eat and they only want to eat I don't know chips or whatever my kid had a Cheerios phase for about two years where that's all he wanted to eat hey but he um, survived yeah but I didn't ask anybody on on social media about it because I was embarrassed. Sure, but, but it's but it's but, funny on all these mom groups, and I think at some yeah. point we should do like just a separate topic about mom groups. Absolutely, so I think there's so much to say. Yes, but I think it's interesting because I'll I'll be scrolling through and I'll see people asking questions that I would only ever think to ask my pediatrician, and people will just ask questions to their mom group like, "Hey, what does this rash look like to you?" or oh, or yeah. "Hey, yeah, like all these medical type of questions or like you said, sleep advice questions or sleep advice, yeah. eating advice, um, you know, mom exercises. Mm -hmm. You know, when do you have time to work out or what workouts do you do or yeah, you know, what's the fastest way to lose weight you know mm -hmm. after baby or breastfeeding questions I've seen it all yeah you know what my favorite are those photos that people post of like rashes or whatever and <laughs> they'll be like picture, picture of the poop in the diaper in the comments below <laughs> you know <laughs> all the time but but what that goes to show is how much they value the opinions of these thousands of mothers from across the world that they've never met they want to know what these moms think about the answer to this question, either instead of or in addition to asking, like, their doctor, their mothers, their aunts, or, you know, whoever people used to ask in the past. Isn't it crazy? It's that crazy. People, you don't yeah. know people that might be living on another continent on the other side mm -hmm. of the world. You value their opinion so much or yeah. you're turning to them. And really, I mean... Their strength in numbers, you know, the more varied answers you get, the more educated or informed you're going to feel. Definitely. So I guess, you know, yeah. that makes sense. But but I think one of the values that it actually has is, you know, speaking of that strength, the numbers kind of thing is when it comes to things like postpartum depression or when it comes to things like mothers who are struggling emotionally or new moms who don't really have anybody to turn mm -hmm. to for support. Sometimes just getting validation and support from other mothers who they don't know is enough to get them through whatever those difficult times are. See, and I'm going to play devil's advocate yeah. here, and I'm going to ask if you think that seeing photos of happy postpartum moms and the glitz and glamoury kind of photos and, mm -hmm. you know, the, the wonderful picture, like, right after birth of the mom looking like she just had a makeup artist and hairdresser right. do her makeup and holding, like, the newborn still covered in, like, you know, the gunk. <laughs> if those... Um, impact moms that are already kind of feeling the 
post-baby blues. Oh, I'm sure it does. If it might have a negative impact. I'm sure it does. And that's not to say that those photos are bad or anything. No, and, not at all. and it's really nothing about the photos. It's more about the mom viewing the photos that's mm-hmm. already in this kind of funk. Right. Not necessarily postpartum depression, but just those post-baby blues. Even, right, of course. Um, I'm just wondering if that might have an adverse impact. Oh, I'm sure it does. Well, and I think I think that brings up a good point, that it's a double-edged sword. Right. But I think it could absolutely have a negative impact. It could absolutely take somebody who's already struggling and make them struggle more when they're only seeing these um, filtered, more positive photos. Um, but then on the flip side, I think if they choose to use these resources to reach out for support or they choose to use these resources um, and join groups where people are talking about how they're struggling sometimes even if they don't comment or they're not sharing their story just seeing other people's stories helps them a lot I mean I've, I've reached out for some things you know in the parenting groups and more in the the smaller groups where I've really gotten to know some of the women mm. like I, I'm part of this one Facebook group where we all joined while we were pregnant we all have babies the exact same age like all within like a month or two so we've all been pregnant together we all had our babies together we all now have two-year-olds at the same wow. time together yeah it's really cool and we've developed like this really amazing little mom community um so hi pumpkin moms um but I think that's really the only group where like I've really participated in everything else I kind of more just sift through information or just kind of look or if somebody has some if somebody's asking something where I feel like I can contri- contribute I will right um but really I I, I have chosen for most of the the groups I'm part of to not really, you yeah, know, to ask questions because I feel like I have some other support around me that I, that I can utilize. What about for you in terms of how you use the sites? Um, no, you know what? I guess I'm such a panicker. Well, I was more when, especially when they were younger, mm-hmm. and they're only ex- they're exactly two years apart. So even yeah. when my little one was little, my older one was still little. He yeah. was two. So um, I I never thought. Let me ask my Facebook group because right. response time and I you know I need the answer now and definitely um so I'd always just call the doctor or right. like not even a friend or anything it would just be the doctor yeah. um to where I'm, I may have exhausted my free calls yeah I never thought about it but I do read them like I scroll through them especially at nights when I can't sleep right or, that's kind of what I do right? too yeah and there's some pretty good tips yeah and, and there's tips that are that, you know that may be old wives tales or the that aren't really, like, scientific right. or research-based. Um, I've tried a couple of them, and they've had positive results. They're, I mean, the safe, you know, of what course. I felt was safe. Right. Um, and I've, I, I've had great results with them, so I'm thankful for that. But I've never really actively participated in asking for advice. Yeah. But that I think that's just because I just need the answer right away, and I can't sit there and text and or uh, right. post and wait for a response. I yeah. just want it now. But the degree to which people ask such personal or such like pressing questions is pre- is pretty amazing in those groups that people really trust and really rely on responses from these thousands of women that they don't know across the world. But that's exactly what the articles that we were reading yeah. earlier showed because it is it it's fascinating. I yeah. mean, I would have never thought that there would be such a almost like camaraderie amongst women like thousands of women in one Facebook group or oh, it's amazing. Instagram. You know, you millions of you follow one influencer and you're right. you know commenting on their photos and I would have never in a million years thought this would happen and now we're in a day and age where this is happening and that's exactly what the articles are showing us it's and, incredible I mean research-based articles with statistics yeah. and everything that women nowadays generation uh, the millennial generation mm-hmm. 
is turning to other moms as yeah. opposed to, you know, previous generations um, where they would just turn to, I guess, medical providers or whoever. And what about dads? Mm. I imagine that social media has broadened the way that men feel like they can communicate their feelings of affection for their family or their kids because right. it's, it's acceptable to share that stuff online. So I was, I, that's exactly – I was reading um, – I was trying to research how mm -hmm. social media has impacted dads. And of mm -hmm. course, there's not that much. Of course. Um, a lot of the articles just talked about how dads share photos of their kids. And um, just it's, it's almost like documenting their kids growing up and to share it with other family members and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. um, and one article was highlighting the fact that historically, dads, the only time they were able or but it was acceptable um, socially to express feelings about anything, including children, was to their spouse. Right. And now they're documenting it on social media to millions of people, thousands of followers or... Well, so it sounds like that article was just talking about the way that it's changed and the way that right. it's shifted over time with the help of social media. Right. But also I'm not surprised that there were very few articles on the impact of social media on dads. Right. It was much harder to find anything about that. Right. The research shows that <laughs> moms are the ones that are in control of the money spent in the homes. And right advertising and all that so i guess it kind of makes sense that we found so much more on moms that makes sense another topic we kind of wanted to go over was the fine line people maybe walking when posting things online right because you are exposing yourself to a lot of criticism mm -hmm. and oftentimes you might want to criticize other people um for the, either their parenting style or or whatever photos are being posted or photos, whatever exactly right um, which kind of touches on mom shaming, which is something that we had already discussed. We've talked about that. Yeah. We've talked about mom shaming. But, you know, I don't – have I told you about the one time that I got blasted on a Facebook moms group? No, I don't think so. So I was at the Lego store with my kid, and he hadn't had his um, nap or – I don't know. He was just, like, funky. He was, oh, maybe you have told me this. Yeah, mm -hmm. he was, like, in a funky mood, and he was just having a little tantrum at the Lego store, and I, I got down and I told him, like – you know, you, you were kind of not good today, <laughs> so I don't feel right getting you this Lego, but we can try again tomorrow, and if and if your behavior changes in this and this way, whatever, I'm being very vague right now, but right. you know, I was giving him specific examples, Yeah. Um. then we can come back and get the Lego that you wanted, but today it just, it doesn't feel right, you know? Yeah. And he, he agreed, he was like, yeah, I'm not being good, and I mean, all the while still screaming and of stuff, course. but agreeing with me because he's... I was going to say, he sounds like such a mature kid. No, no, no. He's he's agreeable, but still right. has the tantrum. So it was kind of like both. And from the corner of my eye, I saw a mom from um, a Facebook group. I'm, oh, I'm in no. a mom's Facebook group. And I was like, oh, my Lord, no, please don't recognize me. Because, you know, you just see each other's yep. Facebook, um, the main picture, the profile the profile pictures, yeah. right? So I ran out and... Um, you know, these big groups that I'm in, I don't necessarily follow these groups, but I'm in it. So, mm -hmm. And I'll check once in a while. And as soon as I got into the car, I strapped him in. I got into, you know, my seat. I put my seatbelt on. Before even turning the car on, the engine on, I went into that group. And sure enough, she had posted about no. seeing me. Um, she didn't name me or anything okay. like that. And she just said something like, um, to the mom that was at the Lego store, um, <laughs> I commend you for how you were with your kid, and I aspire to be like... It was just, like, it was very nice. Right. I was going to say, at least it was, like, a shout-out oh, for you. It was a shout-out, but I was just mortified. And uh, and now I'm put in the spot. Do I comment? Do I say that was me? Do because, I acknowledge? Right. Right. Or do I just ignore? What do I do? So I felt like I had to acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. 
So, you know, I wrote a little comment like, thank you, but we were having a little <laughs> meltdown. We will try again tomorrow. Thanks for, you know, the kudos. But, but it felt kind of, I mean, it was good because it was a hard moment, but it also felt like, oh, that's, I kind of want to forget that moment, but now yeah. it's on this page forever. Right. <laughs> and now everybody knows about it. Everybody's seen it. Yeah. Everybody knows it was me yeah. because I felt the need to acknowledge it, but, um, yeah, it was kind of a weird, weird experience. How awkward. And that makes me think, like, on all these huge Facebook mom groups that I'm part of, like, there's always people saying, to the mom I saw struggling in this store, yeah. so the, to the mom where we exchanged glances, exhausted in Target, to the nanny that I saw. So it was crazy that you were that person that was getting the shout out. I was the person. And, oh, gosh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was just unexpected. Right. It sounds like it was good, though. I mean, it was it was a positive right. comment, but the way I the way I felt just about wasn't it. Ex- yeah, I mean, once I saw her, once we made that like eye contact, I knew it was coming. Right. So, um, but it, I got called out. I got called out without really having to put a post on Facebook. You know, because right. we were just talking about you have to open yourself up to criticism and mm-hmm. also how you might feel about other people posting. I didn't even do that, and I just somehow ended up on the internet you just were because there. Yeah. you know I'm just fabulous like that. I just end up on the <laughs> internet without even trying, but. <laughs> But, you know, you're you're constantly, I guess it's beyond just exposing yourself by posting something. Right. You can be walking down the aisle at Target, like you said, right. and somebody's going to be posting something about you. Exactly. Or hanging out in the Lego store with your kid. All yeah. Right. Well, and one more thing I wanted to talk about when it comes to, like, mm-hmm. um, putting yourself out there on the internet is I think something that's gotten a lot of talk recently and is a controversial issue is posting your kids' pictures on the internet. Because I think there's a lot of really mixed feelings about that. Right. Just in terms of, first of all, like safety and privacy. Second of all, um, a lot of people have pretty strong feelings about your kids. Like it's essentially it's a taking away their right to be able to choose whether or not they're online. Um, so I know there's a lot of parents who have a lot of strong feelings about that. I mean, the posting pictures of your kids online, I'm okay with because there's all these privacy settings now that right. you can um, – adjust however you want either your only friends can see the photos or friends of friends um you kind of have to be aware of who your audience is Mm -hmm. and limit your audience maybe um i think my my concern more is like content of photos the way i kind of see it is to each their own yeah you know that each family decides what's right for them and they they do what they feel comfortable with no absolutely it is to each their own yeah So speaking of social media, you can find us on social media. We have an Instagram. Our Instagram handle is is it bedtime yet podcast with underscores between each of the words. You can find us on Facebook. We are at is it bedtime yet podcast. And you can email us at is it bedtime yet podcast at gmail.com. And feel free to ask us any questions you have if you have any ideas for future topics. Um... Go ahead and give us some ratings and reviews on iTunes because every time uh, we get more reviews, we get more ratings, it bumps us up in the listings so that other people can find us. And for tonight, this is Dr. Jen and Dr. Serene asking, is it bedtime yet? <laughs>